Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can you hear that? <laughs> Jeez. I can always hear it, but... <laughs> hey, I want to ask you, how many how many team members do you have? Oh, like on... In the course or what? Well, in the, in the dental marketer tribe. Like, how many people are helping you? Oh, on my team. Okay, let me see. Um, they're all part-timers, so... Almost... I guess mm, if you would count like the person who like you kind of get here and there, you know, to help you out with things, five. Um, but if not, four. Right now, why? Oh, I'm just curious. Oh. Like, like how many? How many did you have when you first started out? Was it just you? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, I never just have. <laughs> but it's it's a. Hey, Michael, w- wake up. <laughs> I know, man. If it, it's been. <laughs> Hey, I, I didn't know you had a newborn. You told me that you've been sleep deprived. Are you trying to be like? Are you trying to be like me? <laughs> I know. I've been sleep deprived for for a while. I think it's more like, um, the planning and the stressing out and everything. You know what I mean? Of of like this launch, but now that it's kind of done, I feel, I feel a little bit. Ah, I'm still sleeping the same. I don't even know what I'm talking about. It's like if Megna Dasani's listening to this, she's probably like nodding her head because she's she's like my sleep doctor. She's the one who tells me, man, she's so good. She she can she makes me okay. It's not a, like a legit sleep study, but like, um, have you ever seen those apps where you can push and it like kind of like test your sleep a little bit? Yes. Okay. Have you used one? I I did before. Um, I don't know how accurate those are. The the ones that you you put it like under your pillow or right next yes. to you. Yes, there's yeah. one called pillow and then there's one called um, sleep cycle. So I use both, and um, they both kind of are accurate. And I've always wondered like, can it is it is it going off of me or is it going off of like Karina or like you know what I mean, my wife or mm. anything like that? But then they're like, no, it's going off of you. So um, if you look sometimes. But anyways, I send it to her sometimes, but, you know, she tells me that's not, like, a legit sleep study, but to me it is, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, she'll tell you, like, what you need more of, what you need to stop doing, and all these things. And if only I, like, 100% listened to her, which I should. I know. <laughs> that's what I say about Brian. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I know it would, it would work, but sometimes, man, you just, like you have that where you're like mine's like going 100 miles an hour at night right and you're thinking oh like, my gosh what should i be doing should i be doing yes. this should i be doing that so yeah and then i don't know anyways what's been going on with with you so oh far? my gosh that's so that is like the perfect segue to what i'm about to tell you sleep last night I've been I've been tossing and turning it's like all of those internal thoughts that you have it my mind just won't shut off like I and even when you know if you Cody put him down 
and he's finally asleep and you're like, okay, now I can sleep because he's going to be waking up in two and a half hours Mm -hmm. and I can't, I can't shut it off. So I finally got to bed around 4.30 just in time for him to be waking up again. So Brian actually, um, he let me sleep and, and he took care of Cody, which man, like it, so Last time I talked to you guys, I, I told you that I was back in the office clinically. Um, I was starting to, to jump back in part-time, seeing patients. And then the other days that I'm there, I'm going to be focusing on the business side. But I did not realize. So if you listen, is there an echo? I feel like there's an echo. There's an echo, but it's not like ridiculous. It's well, not bad. To me, it's not. I don't know it's when, we, when we edit if it's going to be bad. But the, nah. why are you recording somewhere different? Uh, no, I'm in my bedroom. Oh, I, I thought you always recorded in your office. Oh, no, no, I, I don't record in my office anymore. Um, just, just cause it's, I can't think in the office. Like there's, there's just so many things that I never thought I would get weighed down by. It's, it's so weird. So like Brian and I were having this conversation and I, I think I talked about it a little bit before, but he always told me, like, I never I never saw you as the worrier. I never saw mm-hmm. you as, as someone who would get bogged down by the day-to-day. Like, you were always... The visionary. The, the visionary. You were always thinking ahead. You were always so optimistic about mm-hmm. everything. <sighs> Gosh. And I... Man, I cry so much these days. It's, it gets the downloads, Ashley. It gets the downloads. <laughs> Keep it going. I'm just kidding. No. no, like it's, I, it's been tough. Like, like what are you, what are you stressing out about? And because, okay, I don't mean to sound un, um, sensitive here, but right now, what are you stressing out about? As far as like, were you not able to get sleep because of? Cody or was it because right now you're like holy crap what what happened to me like what what am I doing right now or what I think I think it's mostly the the latter so I so do you remember last week how I was talking about the team and we we had the meeting now that I was back in the office and I talked about you know like my vision for for smiling company and and then just getting everybody back on board, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. So I don't know if I, I mentioned that the, the meeting ran long and um, we didn't finish. We, we didn't, like, the way it was left off, it was kind of on, on a sad note, like a, a, almost like a bitter note because we were starting to dive deep in, into what was causing, like, the holes and the inefficiencies and, and scheduling and, and like the stresses of like the day-to-day grind, right? Mm-hmm. And then because a patient walked in, but I didn't, I never, I never wanted that meeting to end where everyone was feeling just like bummed. Like gotcha. that, like that was not my intention at all. And my intention was to get the team like pumped up again and energized. And, and our goal was to fix whatever we could fix so that there were no more, like there weren't stresses anymore, but it, it didn't go as well as I had in my head because we just Mm. ran out of time. So last night 
Um, last night I actually got a text, um, and it was just about how the team was feeling overworked and um, and underappreciated. So uh-huh. um, yeah, and and honestly, like that that was not. I, I it was it was a a definite like reality check, right? Like I I have been an absentee leader not just for 5 weeks. I've been an absentee leader for months. And What does that mean? Ab- absentee. Like so like towards the end of my pregnancy, I like let's face it, I mentally checked out. I, oh, absent. Like gone. Yeah, oh, absent, okay. gone. I was gone mentally from the practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was I was so focused on the physical and emotional toll that the pregnancy was doing to me that it I didn't focus anymore on the team or the vision of the practice. Mm-hmm. And um and then I, I had a hygienist come in. So Jen came in and I wasn't even in the office anymore. Like I didn't have time to sit with her and go over what my practice philosophy was and what, you know, like this is how I do this or this is how I do that. And and I wanted to go over cases and, and pass-offs, but I didn't have that opportunity. So she kind of just jumped right in, right? And mm-hmm. and I was never in the practice with her. And the same pretty much goes with Dr. Alexa. Like she came in when I was pretty much on my way out and we never had that one-on-one time to go over everything Mm. so um so last night when when i got that text it it really hit home that you know i can't so i i basically told them like the things that i was seeing from from my perspective like from the outside perspective but it's so hard to to take a look at that because I wasn't in the office like there there were a lot of things that were happening that I wasn't aware of and nobody told me about probably because or not probably most likely because they didn't want to burden me with things that were happening because I was supposed to be enjoying maternity leave right like Mm -hmm. I but little did they know that I wasn't enjoying maternity leave because I was worried about how they were doing in the office and 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 my role as their leader was to check up on them and i didn't and a part of that like honestly a part of that was just me being stuck in whatever rut i was facing like i i felt like i i wasn't a part of the office anymore it's so weird like it's so weird to say that because it's the office that i built and for me not to know what was going on, it's it was just hard. Like, and so I reached out to everybody individually, and I just wanted to hear what everyone said, and and it was pretty unanimous. Like, the the team was burnt out, they felt overworked, um, and they felt underappreciated. And I um, and that was that was never my intention. Like, I. So I always talked about my vision for the practice and and what I neglected to go over with them during that meeting last week was um, was my vision for the team mm-hmm. because I always wanted a place where where people could feel appreciated 
because what they did for the office mattered. Like it, it mattered to me. And I, I worked in offices where I felt underappreciated where I felt overworked, where I felt not valued. And I told myself I would never create an office that would would make people feel the way that I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been absent, and that's exactly what happened. So, um, so I need to not – so, so what, what happened basically was I got so entrenched with – the day-to-day numbers that I lost focus of the bigger vision. Like I, I became the practice owner that needed to see the numbers. Like I needed to make X amount to cover overhead. I wanted to see X amount of new patients every month. And like when I hired a hygienist, you, you always hear that they need to be producing three times their salary, three times their hourly wage. And then I, I got transfixed on that number. So because I know that I'm paying Jen $50 an hour, so she needs to be at least producing $150 an hour. And for every hole that I saw on the schedule when I wasn't in the office, that is lost lost income, right? Like I'm still paying her salary. And then and then I was bogged down with okay, well, if I have holes in the schedule, not to mention the fact that they're clocking in 30 to an hour before they're actually seeing patients, that all adds up. And then I was focusing on the fact that I'm paying Dr. Alexa a minimum wage. And whenever I went into the office, if I saw that she wasn't busy with a patient, there goes the numbers again, like, oh my goodness, I need to be producing this to cover her her minimum. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't like I didn't ever think that I would be that type of business owner that was so focused on the numbers because that was exactly what I I told myself I wouldn't be, right? Like my vision for Smiling Company was to create an experience not just for the patients, but for the team. Like I wanted everybody to really just love coming to work every day. So it was it was eye-opening. And I, like I haven't slept a lot or at all, <laughs> really, these past few weeks. And and tomorrow, like I I plan on, on sitting down with them and, and and writing whatever I can to, to, you know, to rectify this situation because my team means so much to me and it's, it's really sad and, and really eye opening that I didn't let them know that. Um, in the text message, did it say something like hurtful or was it more like, Hey, just want to let you know we're feeling like this. No, it wasn't hurtful at all. Like it, it wasn't hurtful. And um, so it was actually Dr. Alexa who, so we've been having 10 hour days. Oh. Um, yeah, we've been having 10 hour days where like, so we have the alternative work week. Mm-hmm. Our go- my goal, and I thought everybody was on board with this. Well, it seemed like everybody was when we voted for it. Our goal was to work four 10-hour days so that we don't have to work a fifth day. 
And mm. and then we even I made the decision to also not work on Saturdays anymore because I wanted my team to have weekends with their families. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to have that fifth day. Like that th- the goal was never to feel like they were overworked. And but it turns out that they felt that way. So so now we have to have the discussion whether or not like, okay, so if we work four hour days, we're going to only schedule eight hours. And then when we find that that is more conducive to, to doing better performance, then we'll open the fifth day because it's, it's not working. Hmm. So what's the plan? Like, what do you plan to do tomorrow then? So the plan is to actually, um, I want to have a very open discussion with everybody about um, about what the challenges are, and and um, and we need to make a plan. Like I I told Judy, so I already canceled a meeting. I was supposed to have an Invisalign training um, call with Dr. Alexa at the nine o'clock hour. So we we didn't book patients. So I canceled the call, and I plan on. On us just focusing on on the team. You did a last minute cancellation on somebody. I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. I hope he doesn't charge me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that later. No, we'll discuss that later. I know. No, but then so you cancel the call and then you're gonna talk about it then. Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna talk about. What like, are you gonna say? Well, I I think it needs to be said that everything that they they have communicated to me that I, I hear them and and I understand where they're coming from and and you know like it's I don't even know should, should I even talk about like the things that I've seen from my perspective or should I just focus on them and their feelings because right now it's not it's all emotion like we are running high on emotion like I I'm just emotional right now as as a business owner, as a new mom, as someone who hasn't been sleeping. Um, and they've obviously felt overworked and underappreciated. So so maybe it's not an ideal time to, to game plan. Maybe we should just focus on team building. Yeah, I would. Here's, okay. I mean, never mind. Because I don't, I, I don't know anything about, you know what I mean? Like staff and hiring and team building. But I would think like I just know like when I was working for people and I felt underappreciated, sometimes I would bring it up and then they're like, what do you mean you feel underappreciated? You know, I pay you, um, you you have this or whatever. Right. And then I'm like, I guess that really doesn't matter. I just want to feel appreciated. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right. I don't know. That was just me. You know, sometimes I was you're right. It could be emotion. I don't know. Hmm. It's up to you. <sighs> you can't really read the text. Right. Um, I, I kind of, I, I think it's kind of personal what, okay. what they texted. Um, I because I, say, if you want, you can read it and then we can like break it down. But then they, if it's too personal, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty personal. And, um, like what I, I met, I reached out to each one of them individually and I wanted to hear what, um, what they wanted to tell me. And, and honestly, I'm I'm really happy that they feel um, that they're able to tell me these things 
because I've worked for, for people who, even if somebody reached out to me, I wouldn't be at liberty to tell them, like, this is what I'm feeling, you know, like X, Y, and Z. So so that that in and of itself tells me that they are open to to working it out, right? They, we mm-hmm. have open lines of communication. And I think that's the most important thing. Like if, if your team isn't, isn't ready or, or, or feeling like at liberty to be vulnerable with you, then, then I think that's the real underlying issue. But the fact that they wrote me pretty much essays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was, um, it was eye opening and, and I'm inspired by them. Like I really, I really am like it's Mm -hmm. and that just goes to show you how amazing my team is like they they want to see our office grow and they want they they they've all each said like we we do this because of you and we do this because we love the office and we love our patients and and I reached out back to them and I I honestly I I told them that I'm sorry that I put you in the position where you felt the burden to carry the office on your shoulders because I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. And I feel I feel guilty. Yeah. I think it's more like if I, I see you, for example, okay, if um let's just put ourselves in your employee shoes, right? Or your staff's shoes, your team member's shoes. Um, and it's like, okay, um, my boss has been out for a while, um, maternity leave, which I understand. Right. Right. And, um, I'm new, another, maybe another person's new and we're, we're trying here. We right. really don't understand the vision completely. Cause I mean, no offense, but you haven't talked about it in a while. I haven't. So then, so then like it's, it's new, but I just know like the clinical side and I know that I just got to keep working. Um, it wouldn't make sense for me to, I would think also at the same time, like, okay, if I just clock out, what if Ashley sees that and she's like, okay, where the heck were you? Why weren't you here at least doing something? Maybe from past experiences, right? Um, people might say that to the person. So they're like, okay, I'm gonna, just going to stick here and, and see what I can do. So answer phones maybe or whatever in case they ring. Um And then like maybe my boss might come back. She's like, what the heck? How come everything's falling apart? And it's like, well, I don't know. Like. I thought I was doing everything. I mean, I've been here working. I mean, like maybe I sacrificed something that we don't know they sacrificed, right? Maybe it could be like that, actually. Maybe they could be seeing it that way. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Or, or what if we flip the switch and it's like, would this happen again? Meaning like every time they feel a little bit uncomfortable, they'll say like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm being overworked. And it's like, all right, now, now you're just doing it too much. You know what I mean? You're just saying that too much. But I don't think it's that the latter. I think it's the the might be the first one. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's something you would have to talk to them about, really. Who do we know right. that's really good at team building? Um, like like one of the influencers? Is that your? Yeah, anybody. Um. Well, uh, Anissa, Anissa, her whole thing is Team Wow, right? In- inspiring oh, yeah. your like team. Amazing team, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so, I just, I just need to be back in the office. Like, I, I need to let them know that 
I'm there for them that that if they have concerns that I have an open door policy and um, and I think a lot of this has been just bottled up because I, I just haven't been in mm-hmm. and and here I am like I'm in I'm on maternity leave and like I said in the other episode like I feel like I'm losing on both ends I feel like I'm taking care of this baby and my mind is on the office and then when I'm in the office my mind is on Cody and I'm failing my team at at not you know like being the inspired leader that they need obviously right now and and I feel like I've I started back at work so early, like Cody's, Cody was like a month, month old. Like I never thought I would have a baby and then leave him, you know, leave Cody's him so early? early on. Yeah, he's, oh, he's already a month. Like a week or two. Wow. <laughs> you thought he was a week or two? <laughs> yeah. Damn, where's the yeah, time going? Time- Time is flying. Time is flying. And nah, yeah, you got to take action, Ashley. Then, like, I do, know. Do, do, like, here's the thing. If you look at your team and you're like, I can't, I don't want to lose any of you guys. Like, I know you're not going to say it on the podcast, but I mean, like, if you're like, oh, I can afford to lose one, it's okay if you're okay, you know, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Th- say it to yourself, like, that's a, then, I mean, then, okay, you know, now you know, like, maybe not the whole team is put together the way you wanted to. Maybe somebody might be a B player or C player bringing the whole other team down. There might be one person like, hey, you know what, guys? We're we're being overworked, aren't we? Yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, no, we need to say something. And then, you know, I mean, maybe there will be might be that one person. Or if you look at your whole team and be like, dang, man, like, I can't. They're all great in my eyes, and I can't really afford to lose any of these guys. Then maybe, you know what I mean? It was to the point where you pushed a little bit. Or I don't know. Um, everybody on my team is, is awesome. They're all... Okay, okay, all sure, amazing. sure. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Yeah, yeah. But um, watch when I go to your white party, everybody's going to be like, oh, that's the guy who said we're not all amazing. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Um, okay, so do you want to keep talking about this subject or no no let's um let's switch gears because my eyes are swollen and my my nose is running and i don't have tissue so i'm like a hot mess right now good thing we are not live in our facebook (laughs) but um this is a this is to me i would it feels like this is a pretty not humongous but it's it's a great big dilemma you know what i mean in the sense like Like, I don't mean to poke at it more at the wound, but I mean, like, I feel it's it's hard because you're like, dang, man, like, I, I started my own business because I wanted to have more free time to be with my family and my kids. And now I created this and I can't have to be, but I created something that I love. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's amazing, but I feel like it's not loving me back. And yeah. at the same time what the heck, I got to pay attention to my family now too. But if I do that, then I'm neglecting this and it will love me less. And it, Dang, that's a pretty... Where's the balance? There's no balance in this, man, right? If you think about it, you just have to pick battles daily, I guess, right? Right, right. So... I don't know. <sighs> yeah, this is why 
this is why everyone talks about HR, right? Like it's, it. I mean, besides like the whole numbers and overhead, like the reason why I'm worried about the numbers and overhead is because I want to make sure I can take care of my team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even though they feel overworked or underappreciated, the fact that I am watching, you know, our schedule and and addressing where we need to be more efficient, correcting systems that are obviously broken, asking for referrals, you know, asking for reviews, all of that is to help drive more more people in, drive the schedule so that they have more hours, so that they are all achieving whatever v- their own vision is for, for where this practice is going to, to help take them. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm supporting Judy and her two kids and her family. Like I, I'm supporting Bianca and her son and her boyfriend. You know, like I, I want to push Ashley to become an EF2 so that she finds more fulfillment and she has more income. And mm-hmm. uh, and I know Jen is like building a house, and and she obviously has has bills to pay, and of course, Doctor. Dang, Alexis, Jen's building a house. I think so. She puts it on her story. So balling. <laughs> and then of course, there's Doctor Alexa. We know we know that demo school is not cheap, and between her and her fiance, she's the breadwinner. And if I can't. You know, if I can't fill her schedule, I don't want her to to have resentment towards me and the practice. So there's all of these moving parts. Like I'm not just, I'm not even paying myself. Mm-hmm. I it's it literally is making sure you know from a ten thousand view that we have everything that we need to sustain everybody, yeah. and um and that in it you know that that shot me in the foot because mm-hmm. because now they feel overworked and underappreciated when all I want to do is take care of them mm-hmm. and they don't they don't see that business side and and I was talking to Brian and he said nobody is ever going to treat your business the way you are going to treat your business and unless unless they are paying the bills unless they are like a part of that ownership it's just fact right they 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 you can tell them the overhead but it's still not the same so um Shaquilla so Shaquilla is amazing I've been having a lot of um, one-on-one sessions with her um, and if you're struggling with anything like with mindset or emotional IQ definitely reach out to Shaquilla and Gadi people um, but she basically said you as a business owner is like you are dropping off your children at daycare. The the people who work at the daycare, they are going to love on your kids. They're going to treat your kids well. They're going to play with your kids. But at the end of the day, they're not going to die for your kids, right? Like they you are still the parent and and that's what it that's what it is when you're a business owner. And um so um i know if like if there was something going on like a shooting i would expect my teachers to freaking dive in front of the kids okay <laughs> because <laughs> you signed up for that but yeah no i get you i get you i know and here's the thing like guys especially people listening like 
Ashley by no means is saying like, oh, my team is, you know, under pretty. No, like she talks super high, right? You always talk highly about your team. Like you love your freaking team. I love so, my team. I mean, I don't know. I think we should change subject. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's change subjects. Or if you want, we can continue to uh, talk oh, about Oh, okay. The team. So let's change subjects. So when I'm not being emotional, our goal, right, Michael, is to actually do more videos to our Facebook group. I meant change I think, subjects uh, like in your practice. What's going on in your practice? Or change subjects oh. to guys, you can now sign up for the waiting list for the next launch of the ground the first ever ground marketing course. Um I'll let you guys know the description about that. Later. Wait, I thought I thought you said that thing was gone forever. Oh maybe. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'll let you guys know about that a little later. Um but thank you everybody who supported and uh, you guys are going to see amazing results obviously and some of you already have been seeing amazing results but thank you everybody who who purchased supported and it's it's just interacting and everything like that i appreciate every single one of you guys thank you um next subject um yeah we'll talk about lives let's talk about how we're trying to do more video oh my goodness let's okay let's do more videos and um Hold on. Okay, we are. We're going. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> okay, what are I was doing the remix. That was like the wiki wiki part. Um, wait, should we announce? That where- was a, That was a, I'm just gonna acknowledge right now that that was not funny at all. That was like a mom joke right there. Please, don't do that. I don't even know if I should edit that out. Okay, you, you can totally edit that out. No, nah, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Um, okay, so let's talk about our first official meetup. Yeah, have you talked to the Bertha? You said you had to um, clear out some details. Oh, yeah, first. I haven't. <laughs> um, okay, so you know, my I have like such a laundry list of things that I have to do on top of planning our white party, right? Like, you haven't my- planned it yet? My, okay, my head is exploding, Michael. This is why I don't sleep because I still have to get in touch with like four, five vendors that we are thinking about promoting for for the party, and um, yeah, there's just there's just a lot of stuff happening. You put a lot right on now. your plate, huh? You, you put, oh my gosh, I who does this? Like I don't know. Ashley does, I guess. Look here, this is what you gotta do first. First. Your team. Worry about your team, right? Yes. The numbers. Yes. Second is white party. Third is the meetup. Just focus on the meetup from here to that point on. Don't put anything in the middle and that's it, okay? <laughs> because that way the meetup will be amazing and that's it. Yes. Okay, so we won't talk to you about the meetup then until I can get all my ducks in a row. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to be sometime in the winter. Yes. Yes. And everybody listening better come. Come. It's actually, it's going to be, let's just tell them, it's going to be the first week of December. Right. Is that for sure already or no? Um, like 99% sure. Sponsors are welcome. Oh, yeah. 50,000 buy-in. I'm just kidding. I don't know what the <laughs> buy-in is, but I don't know. Let's talk, guys. Oh. If you're listening, let's talk. Yeah, and um, you you brought up the fact that you want to have possible guest speakers. Oh, oh, I don't mm-hmm. actually. I said we haven't finalized anything yet. I don't know oh. these things. Jeez, 
<laughs> Look, guys, I literally asked Ashley, could we have speakers? She never replied back. Yeah, she never replied no, back. I and then until up, dude. I gave you a thumbs up. That means like that's awesome. You didn't even give me a thumbs up. And then in my mind, I was like, <laughs> "What is what?" And now she brings it up right now. Could we? Could we have speakers? I don't know because of where it's gonna be at. I think. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, a, a possible conflict of interest is what you're describing. Possibly, or maybe just. I don't know. Would we be able to just do our own thing? You know what I mean? And they're allowing us to have the venue and then we like partner up somehow. I don't know. No. Oh, okay. Uh, we will fine tune the details and get back to you guys, but I'm super stoked. And I'm going to be in San Antonio. No, wait, no, Austin. Look, in September. literally, I actually asked you, could we have people speak at our meetup? There's nothing, <laughs> nothing. And then I just, I just told, I, message you later on that day should i do a live or just a post about the course no you said dude up to you, pimp. You i never... gave you a th- thumbs up i gave you a thumbs up there's no blue thumbs up here um look look at the message and i thumbs up the message oh that's what that thing is yeah pimp Jeez, oh i didn't know that's what that meant oh, oh my anyways i guess okay sorry anyways, side note people if, if anybody wants to reach out you can reach out to us but we're not finalizing anything yet so i don't know i don't know we don't know yet but money talks that's all i'm saying so <laughs> this is kidding. oh my goodness you are hilarious okay and next thing. oh okay so um moving on can we move on from this since i haven't reached out to the uh, the appropriate sources yes we may proceed oh. Okay, do you have any questions that you want to read from the group? Um, we hit 5,000 members, by the way. Oh, my goodness. That is right. We, we definitely did, and we need to have um, a party. What should we Wait. do? We need, we need shirts, man, or, like, something, some type of gear. But nobody's really interacting with – I mean, like, people say, like, yeah, and then that's it. Right? Should we create right. – because, I don't know. Okay, what, what do you want me to do? Read some questions? Yeah, let's read some questions. Or I can read some some questions. So I apologize if you have reached out to me on Facebook or Instagram and I haven't returned your message. I um, I mean, you guys have heard I've I've been dealing with a lot of stuff on my plate, but I I plan on on messaging each and every one of you. Um, there's I have like 150 messages on Facebook alone. Dang. Oh my. Jeez, Ashley. Yeah, and remember that one time you said like I'm bored. What should I do right now? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. And no, I'm just kidding. She's never <laughs> imagined. <laughs> so weird. Oh, like, um, I don't know. Um, let me look at some. In the meantime, tell us a little bit more about your practice. Um, you want to know more about my practice? Like, I feel like that was like a lot already. It was a lot. It was a lot. That it was, was a more, lot. It was more about your team. It was, it was more about your team. But yeah. that's if if my team is suffering, there's no practice like that. Oh, that was good. Is that why you asked me about my team? You're like, how many yeah. team members do you have? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's only. Oh man, this is gonna sound so mean, but there's only really like everybody on my team. It's great. They're fantastic. But there's only two people who like go above and beyond where I'm always like, Oh my gosh, how did how'd you do that? I don't even know how you did that. Other couple people. Yeah. I'm like, really? All you had to do was that. 
This is well, um, definitely Judy and Bianca. Like Every, they, no, everybody in your team goes above and beyond, but but right, but Judy is. I noticed she's the one who's always like, "I got this. Don't don't worry, fam." And you're like, "Oh, okay." Yes, um, yes. Like, I would be lost without Judy and Bianca. Bianca's the assistant. Yes. Okay. What am I on Facebook for? Oh, looking for. Looking for questions. Oh, okay. like a question. Um. Somebody asked, "What is everyone doing for credit card processing?" That is such a, a good question because that is also my question too. So um, nobody really responded, right? What they're yeah, what it they're was eight using. eight comments. Um, somebody asked, "What fees were you quoted? Any monthly?" Um, somebody Zach, excuse me, Zach Alman said, "Daniel, we work with a lot of startups here." www.apexpayments. Wait, is this spam? No, no, I, I mean, it, I don't, I don't know. know, who's I don't that know. Again? but he, sounds uh, he, so he's a dentist and he started Apex Payment Solutions and I've actually been in touch with him. I wanted does Zach to know, listen to the, does he listen to the podcast? I don't know, but he should. Zach, if you're listening to the podcast, let's talk sponsorships. Okay. <laughs> so. I so I right now I'm using Wells Fargo for my credit card processing, and what I'm not liking about Wells Fargo is um, one their fees are not very competitive because they're Wells Fargo, mm. and two they don't have the ability to um, to automate monthly payments. So something that Judy and I have been trying to work on for the office is we want to get an automated payment plan set up for our practice. And um, if you guys watched my interview with T-Bone, we talked about like 0% financing up to a certain point in, in order to increase your case acceptance. So in addition to, you know, um, lending club and care credit and compassionate finance, what T-Bone does is he... He allows 0% financing from like $300 up until, I, I forget what he said was his max. And basically, he said he doesn't need a credit score because what he does is he just collects a credit card on file and every day of the, like that same day of, of each month, it automatically gets debited out. So we've been trying to do that. Um, and I've contacted Wells Fargo. I've also contacted Clover because Clover is the actual machine that we use in office. Mm, and yeah, and it apparently this is more complicated than I ever thought because, you know, you have to have the whole, what is it? It's not HIPAA. Is it HIPAA? I don't, I don't know. Um, sure. Like it, it has to be like regulatory stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and you're not like Clover responded that they are not allowed to keep and store credit card numbers on file mm. for like a breach in the system. So uh, if you guys have an amazing way of how you do this in your practices, can you please reach out and talk about it? I, I would love to pick your brain. Zach of Apex Payment Solutions. I still need to get in touch with you. <laughs> um, what I say, don't add stuff 
to your to do sometimes. Oh, I know. It's like I say something and it just goes yeah. out the other ear. I don't know <laughs> what's happening. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, reach out to him. Reach out to him definitely. But uh, somebody wrote on here: Has anyone tried Costco? Their rates are super low and have Wi-Fi scanners that can go to the rooms. Oh. And then another person said we used we used Square. Uh, rate is around one point five percent. Great service and funds deposited to account next day. We can use it in any room at all. I don't know. Square kind of seems. I don't know. What do you think? Man, I honestly I have no idea. And what I want to do. Okay, so we listen to a lot of podcasts, and I was talking to Brian about this because he was asking me questions, and I told this is this is like just what I've found. So we listen to a lot of podcasts, and everybody talks about systems and efficiencies what i want to do for the group is actually in detail go over all the systems that are working for everyone's practices and i mean detailed like i don't want to generalize yeah we have a system for checking in a patient like i would like the people who are who have found a lot of success in their systems to go on a live and talk uh, talk to our group about what is working for them in their practice. Like I want them to say, literally, we walk the patient to the front. We, you know, this is how we do a pass off. This is how the scheduler schedules the next appointment. This is how we create a system for asking for referrals. This is how we keep track of supplies. This is how we watch our overhead. This is how we reorder you know everything so that is something that I, I i actually i think everyone can find a lot of value in that and um, i really do want to break it down into like actual steps that we can incorporate into our practices okay so then why don't like you right now right now what is one what is the best system you have in place right now you the best system that we have. I think the best system that we have is our new patient experience. Break it like down. bar none. Okay. Break it down to so, us like a fraction. So as soon as the patient, as soon as we even start seeing someone pulling into the parking lot, I know this is, so this is what I, I always said, this is how it's going to happen. Like we're going to stand up and meet the patient as soon as they come in, walk through the door, right? Mm -hmm. And and now that I have the D-bag neighbor who doesn't want everyone to, <laughs> to park in, in the parking lot, in his parking lot, uh -huh. it's actually fueled Judy to come up to the front door, which is kind of cool. Like, so Judy, like, literally meets someone at the front. But usually, cool. it, yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. So we try as much as possible to meet them standing up Actually, no, that's that's wrong. We always stand up, we we shake hands, and then right off the bat, we start with the office tour. And no matter who in the office is like walking by or whoever, everybody stops and says hi to the patient and introduces themselves, even if it's not their turn yet, right? Like, mm -hmm. even if the hygienist is supposed to come in like during the second hour, like. Whoever is available comes and introduces themselves. So um, right from the office tour, usually it's either Judy or Ashley who takes control of the office tour. And we make sure to point out 
every single thing that we want the patient to be aware of, meaning our first stop is the reception lounge. And we're very detailed about the verbiage that we're using. We don't call it a waiting room because patients aren't expected to wait. Like we want them to be brought back as soon as their appointment is is, is scheduled for. Mm-hmm. So we call it a lounge too because we want them to be comfortable. And we have the um, the decor to support that. Like I have sofas in in our lounge. It's not. It doesn't feel like a doctor's waiting area. And then from there we go to the fireplace room and we talk about like how. Dr. Ashley's vision for this practice was to feel like a wine bar that you could be in in the middle of New York or Los Angeles. And and that is fact. Like I I put in a fireplace because I wanted it to be warm and inviting and I wanted patients to enjoy a beverage next to the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Even if it is California and it doesn't snow outside. Like I <laughs> That is still what I wanted. So, um, and then we point out Yappy. We point out the fact that we are high tech, and all of the digital, uh, all of the forms are digital, and um, and and that is that is what we love about our office. We love to be green and not have to use so much paper. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we we talk about um, our technology. So next up on the tour after the fireplace is. We talk about our cone beam, how we just incorporated this technology that can now take a 3D image of your entire head and neck area. We want to be able to diagnose pathology. We want to not um, not miss things that could potentially be missed just on on regular radiographs. And we also talk about how this is the this is the um, what is it? This is the machine that's going to allow us to surgically place implants because we don't just guess where the implant should be. We want to know your anatomy and we want to make sure that you're safe and that we're providing the highest standards of care. And this machine also allows us to take a look at your airway. Like, have you have you been told that you snore? Do you wake up even from eight hours of sleep and you are still restless and you can find yourself taking a nap at any moment during the day? And then we go and we we actually take a tour of the, the restrooms and and how I'm so excited about the tiles on the floor, like and how every detail went like there there was no detail too small that we didn't think about. Mm-hmm. And and then from the restaurant, like, is this too much detail? Uh, this is this is literally the new patient experience. No, so. yeah, I'm pretty sure people take notes. Okay, so I mean, like, another, put it in the mind of like, if you're opening or if you have a practice, would you want to hear all this? I would. Okay, I, like, I would, I would love it. Okay, so, so also right off the bat, we point out the fact that there are no doors that separate the back office from the front office, and that was on purpose. I wanted it to feel like a home. And in my home, I want an open concept. I want you to be able to feel like you can walk in from the back all the way to the front and that you're welcome to peruse around. And we encourage people to walk around. So, and I wanted something that is going to be airy because the things that I hated about a dental practice was the fact that it felt like a maze. Like it felt like you were in a hamster wheel. 
Mm. And it was claustrophobic and there were walls everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so I addressed that. And then the next stop, I mean, like you can actually see the hallway. Like I talk about the hallway. I talk about the fact that it is wide and I wanted it wide because one, it's open, but two, our goal in addition to providing amazing dentistry is to be, is to be able to host awesome community events where we can support local businesses, where we can support, you know, nonprofit organizations. And we talk about our wine charity event and we talk about our grand opening and we talk about all of the local businesses who have helped support us in the past. And then we also talk about the fact that we set up a DJ in the sterilization area and that people danced in our hallway and that wouldn't have been possible if it was narrow. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then, And then from there, I talk about the sterilization. Like, I am a huge foodie, and I love going to restaurants where it's an open kitchen. So you can see that, you know, during the chaos of dinner service, that people are still maintaining cleanliness and organization. And I want patients to know that when it comes to their safety, we we consider that top priority. So I want them to be able to see that there aren't bloody instruments on the countertops like I want Mm. them to know that we take pride in in organization and they look at our tip out bins those clear containers and they look at how pristine we we maintain the lab and the sterilization area and and that gives them confidence to know that we are treating them in a safe environment and then after the the lab sterilization area um I we we talk about the massage chairs. I have two rooms right now that are are not being utilized, um, that are built out for future operatories. And right now, I have two massage chairs in there, and it's been amazing because we tell them like we want this practice to be a place where you can come in early and you can stay late and you can enjoy a massage while you wait, which won't be very long unless you decide to to stay after treatment. But what we do is we dim the lights and we offer them a beverage and there's a little table back there. And if they want headphones or the iPad, we actually have a stand so they can actually watch a movie while their sibling or their daughter or their son is getting treatment. So that's been awesome. Like people have been storing that or documenting that on their own social media. Um, and, and then from there, I uh, take them to our backyard. And I point out the fact that this is also another area that we take pride in because we want this to be a social practice. Bottom line, like what makes Smile & Company different is the fact that we enjoy a good company, which is why it's called Smile & Company, even though I don't know what's happening with the name. Like I, I talk about the fact that like this is where... We have our wine and beer events where we support local vineyards or local breweries and we have conversations and you can feel free to talk to me or any one of us and ask us about our services in a non-threatening manner, right? Because once a patient is in the chair and they have the, the dental napkin on, it's a very different relationship than if we are in a social environment and they can casually talk to me about, like, you know, I, I feel ashamed about my front teeth or, or I've been having pain on this tooth and it happens all the time like and that's what I want like I want it to be a very casual conversation between friends 
And um, so that was my vision for Smile Co. that I haven't talked about because I've been bogged down with all the other stuff. Um, and then, mm. okay, sorry. And okay, I'm still going over the new patient experience. <laughs> so, so basically, basically, this is what Ashley wants to see on the live or on the Facebook group is people breaking it down, right? Yes, yes. Like I so, want... I want to know that much detail, like why you guys set up a tray a certain way and um, how do you account for lost supplies? Like, I, So that's something that we've been dealing with um, and who takes ownership of ordering and what's the best way to do that and um, yeah, like I want to know everything. I want to know how you collect payments and how you are scheduling future appointments are you collecting a down payment how do you deal with no-shows and cancellations and um like all the things that are involved in running the business when it comes to the new patient experience that when a new patient comes in right like you said um is that with every single new patient you do that like for real for real every single patient what if it's packed what if you have like a lot of people in the lounge then the more the merrier okay do you do that with return re, uh, returning patients as well N no no that's only for the first time what do you do with After returning patients when they're just sitting in the lounge they like take advantage of the lounge or what yeah yeah so um so as soon as they come in we greet them again standing up and we offer them a beverage like uh, or if i have pastries in the office that day we'll offer them something to eat and um, usually they're not waiting very long and what's been um, like the longest waiting time um if we have um if we know that we are running behind more than 20 to 30 minutes we let judy know and judy actually gets in touch with them right away so i would say no more than 15 minutes oh, okay that's good that's good because i remember i used to work for a couple practices who were like let the patient be there for like an hour and I'm like, oh, what no. the heck? Like, I would even even the front office would come, and or I would be I would come. We would all just like talk and be like, should we let them go? And the doctor's like, no, they need to wait. They need to know it's important. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh my god, you'd be surprised how many stupid things uh, I have stories, guys. I have stories. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's cool. This that's has been cool. a long episode already. I'm sorry, Michael. Like, this is. <laughs> I phased out a little bit in your new patient experience, and I was thinking, <laughs> "Thanks." Did I finish my overnight oats, or did I not? I gotta think about that. And then, sure. I'm go eat. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, it's interesting, though. It's interesting. Um, how you and I didn't even that? talk to you about the operatories yet, the treatment centers. Oh, when you walk yeah. in? Yeah, like so. I I go over. I I or you know, well now it's really Ashley and Judy. Or, or whoever is available, they, they go into an operatory and they talk about our technology and they talk about the fact that we're always on the cutting edge, that we have available, you, like we have software updates available to us to make sure that um, we don't miss a beat. And, and we have headphones and we have, um, we have every TV um, program or TV outlet known to man. Like we have Amazon, Hulu, all that stuff. And, um, what else do we talk about? Like, yeah, it, 
I'm just going overboard now with the new patient stuff. But, you know, like it sounds like a lot. But when we're actually doing the tour, it goes by pretty fast. And then, okay, I forgot to mention the the very most important thing is after they see the office, we invite them back into the fireplace lounge. We offer them a cappuccino or whatever they are, um, whatever they would like to drink. And whenever they are finished with the intake forms, the digital forms on, on the iPad, the doctor meets with them first. And and that, I feel like, has been such an important part of our new patient experience. We make sure that we address them like by name and that we spend the first 10 to 15 minutes of that experience getting to know who they are as a person, getting to know why they chose us, like how they found us, and most importantly, what they expect from us. Right. And Mm -hmm. because our goal is to exceed their expectations, like we want to know why they haven't been in for a decade. Like, was there a previous traumatic experience that made them lose confidence in dentists? We want to know what they want. Like, do they like neck pillows? Do they like to watch sports or do they like to just zone out during appointments or do they want to know detail? We want to make mm-hmm. sure that we're addressing all of those 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 touch points because that is what takes us from, you know, the regular dental experience to something much more special. Word. Word. Um, so all that explanation took about maybe 15 minutes. Is that how long it takes for the new patient when you walk in to introduce them, take them everywhere? What happens, I know we're going a little bit overboard an hour here, but what happens when like, say for example, a new patient comes in, you say hi, annyeonghaseyo, and then after that you go walk around and everything. How long does that all take? Uh, The office tour to when they're back in the fireplace, it probably takes five to seven minutes tops. Oh, okay. And when you're showing them around, are you working on other patients and stuff like that? So I, um, if I am, so either Judy, Bianca, or Ashley are the ones who do the office tour. So, um, yes, there are the doctors working on other patients. Are the other and patients cool with it, though? Like, oh, uh, there's somebody else randomly looking at me? Oh, my goodness. So the patients, I think, one, if they found us, they know that we've already been very social. So I, I feel like they almost expect to see a selfie stick every now and then. And that's why they chose us. Like, okay. this isn't your typical practice. No, no, no. And but they... I mean, like, I mean, like, let's just say that it's, okay, I'm the new patient. No, no, no. I'm the person you're working on, right? Let's just say Dr. Alexa is working on me. And then Judy's showing the new patient around. And you're showing the rooms, right? And then one of the rooms, I'm in there, and you're like, here's where we do whatever, right? Oh, oh, you're... No, so if um, if there is a patient in that room, we don't take the new patient in there. Ah, okay, gotcha. They stay in the hallway. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, that's um, that's like HIPAA stuff. Yeah, no, we we only go into the operatories if it's not being... We're gonna... We, we show them the operatory that they themselves are going to be in, so we know it's free. Oh, okay. Because like yeah. on the way to the back, <laughs> on the way to your, the back lounge, right? Because like, right. can people just go back there and chill? Like, oh, can I go wait outside? Can people say that? Oh my goodness, all the time. Okay, then, 
okay never mind that answers you already answered the question though because i was going to say on the on the way to that way i mean do people that so technically you kind of have like two lounging areas right oh man you should do something in the back like have like on hot days ice cream or or frutas with tahine and chamoy (laughs) oh man that would be so that would be amazing you're so mexican (laughs) anyways um okay so that's that's a really good really good procedure process you should break. We, you know what? We need to break that down, create it into a PDF file, and just give it to everybody in the in the startup group. <laughs> if they want it, yeah. No. Oh wait, but... no. That's more on your plate. Never mind. Forget it. We're not doing that, guys. <laughs> Forget it. We'll do that next year or something. Okay. Hey, did you leave anything else out, or? No, I think this was a jam-packed episode, and I hope you guys find value through my tears. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good dashboard confessional song. Or it something. really, it really is. I mean, it is, it is tough. And my and I'm I'm glad that Michael, you are still documenting this because this is the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Nobody airs out their dirty laundry. Like nobody wants to feel like they're failing as a leader or they're failing as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens, and it happens more than you realize. It just doesn't get talked about. So I'm, you know, like if if you are in a similar situation, reach out to me. I would love to pick your brain about everything. Like I really would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So guys, look out for the next meetup um, that we will be having. Actually, the next meetup is probably the white party, right? <gasps> yeah. Okay. Um, so you're coming, right? With yeah. Karina. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll be Yay! there. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we will, um, guys, come to the white party. Second is look up for. So the... that's on September eighth, people. September eighth. Is it? Uh, don't tell me you have the wrong date, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I have to check my calendar. Um, but, but look out here, here for the the group meetup, right? Or I guess it's like the big Kahuna meetup. Um. Third is thank you for everybody for enrolling into the first ever ground marketing course. Get ready to see amazing results. Um, fourth would be what is the fourth thing, Ashley? Um, that we want them to help us with or do. Um, I start sharing your your systems in the group. Okay, is I is your trash day today? Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Like, I can barely hear that. I can hear it, yeah. I was hey, like, is that did... wind or trash? Or... Hey, can, can you hear my heartbeat? Anyways, guys, uh, Ashley, <laughs> sun is out. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for listening to another episode, another crazy, emotional, jam-packed episode of the Making of Smiling Company. I am truly humbled um, that you are still following my story. I, I never thought we would still be recording, right, Michael? Like this, it really is amazing. And and the fact that you guys are still reaching out, it, um, it just warms my heart every, every time I get a message. And I'm sorry that I suck and I haven't returned all of your messages. I will be better. I just have a lot of crap that I'm dealing with. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you. 
for supporting us, for supporting the podcast, for supporting our Facebook group. And if you aren't involved in the Facebook group, we just hit 5,000 members and make sure mm-hmm. that you are a part of that awesome make community. Make sure you answer the questions, guys. Yes. Yes. We want to know. We want to know if you are a dentist and and if not, like, how are you involved in the dental community? It's only two questions, people. So just answer. And we will let you in. Uh, it's called The Making of a Dental Startup. And um, awesome content is being produced on the daily in that. And Michael and I will be more consistent about producing videos to you guys. Um, let us know what you want to hear, what you want us to talk about. And make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you listen to these podcasts. Um, and... Follow us. Follow us on social media at The Dental Marketer, at Smiling Company, at Ashley Hovez DDS. And join Michael's Ground Marketing Facebook group. Right, Michael? Yeah, cool. Plug that in there. Yeah. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. How did your course do? Dude, when I tell you I am a trillionaire now, I don't even know. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, it went really well, like fantastic. Um, for everybody who didn't sign up, you're dead to me. No, I'm just kidding. It went really, really good. Um, um, we'll talk about it more in the podcast if you want or whatever. Uh, but you really got to do it, Ashley. I know. For real, I, know I, do. I want to see like your team on there. I even wrote a post today. I want to see like you guys interact. And here's the thing that nobody really knows about. Um, well, it's probably gonna be in the podcast because I'm t- I pushed record already. But um, <laughs> uh, if anything, like for example, if like say they need like you guys need help getting into locations, my team is gonna help out. You know what I mean? So, right. Dude, are you hey. typing? Are you typing? Oh yeah. Sorry. Can you hear that? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>